I believe there are five purposes why the scriptures is written. Number one is to show us how God deals, how God relates. Number two is to show us the attributes of God Himself. And there are two things they may sound alike, but there's no time for me to explain that. How God deals in relating with His people. And in that sense, we are looking at His integrity. We are looking at how the terms of His relationship and how consistent He is, His, his integrity, His faithfulness. Then we look at the nature of God in Himself. And then number three, we look at the love of God. The scriptures written so that we can understand the love of God. And all through the scriptures, as it's cut across generations, what we begin to observe is how God relates, what anoints Him. And as we begin to put um, the microscope on the things that anoints Him, we begin to see the the, the the very motive of God's displeasure with man, which is from the fact of who he is. In fact, the reason why he gave the law is to reveal to us what he delights in, what I call the life he gave to Adam that Adam lost, he revealed again in the law, showing us what should be the principle of living. So, number four, we also saw that the Bible was written to show us God's solution to the problems of man. And I've said this over the years, God is not just thinking of what to do to solve our problems. He solved them. He gave us everything already. But the problem is that we have not embraced that which He had given to us. And number five, the Bible is written to show us our position in God, our inheritance in God. Okay, those were the... um, reasons why I believe the Bible was written. But far beyond that, we have got to look at how we are to function. We have got to look at how we are to be successful. And, you know, you study the scriptures, you see that it is the light of God that will prosper. And then let me say this one. There are five reasons why the gospel came to us. Number one is to give us deliverance in our spirit. Number two is to give healing to our body. Number three, is to help our soul to do well. The word to do well in the New Testament is the word prosper, to do well. And number four is to make the sphere of our life to to work out well. In other words, I'm saying that the gospel is to affect the total man, his body, his spirit, his soul. But besides that man, the sphere of his life has to be affected by the gospel. And what are the sphere of his life? His marriage, his finances, his relationship, his career, and so on and so forth. And the fifth function of the gospel is that the gospel through you is to bring transformation to the society. The way Apostle Paul said all of these five things is that we are saved from good works to good works. That is, we wanted man, being who we are, being though that we are disconnected with God and God is not pleased with the wickedness in our hearts, do good works in order to appease God. But when the gospel comes, God shows us his righteousness, that is, how we can be right with him, in that what he requires of us is not first good work, it's good standing, right standing with him. And then after we receive that right standing, 
the end the next thing is that we have got to do good works now there is no good works except you prosper when you study the scriptures very well i'm looking at the the whole pattern of the scripture there's a pattern of god is or what god is building even from the time of abraham down to the time of the law which was a time of 400 years down to the time of the prophet you see that in god's dealing with us people god had never did never and even today would never ask of us what we do not have meanwhile when he placed a demand and it seems we do not have it he did not place that demand because we do not have it but because we have it but we don't know we have it for instance he told abraham he said for i have made you the fathers of many nations he didn't say i will make you meanwhile abraham could be running yet and yet trying to work for years to gather money and do all the cool to begin to feed the nations he would have missed it father of the nations is not charity father of the nations that his life will be a pattern for men that will come after him that's what it means so in that wise our prosperity finances is settled in god and as a matter of fact god is not the one that determines how much we reach we are how much we are rich i mean how much uh, i don't know how to put it how rich we are okay or how much riches we get that's what i want to say exactly a man is the one that partners with God and by his partnership with God and his exposure to knowledge brings about prosperity. Why am I saying all of these things? That I want us to begin to look at it from the sense that all we need to prosper financially is here with us. We just have to process them. Imagine a furniture with so many wooden pieces begins to complain that hey people and people are demanding for furnitures and we say that there's no furniture now that can we get here see all we have is wood uh, you know meanwhile all he lacks are tools to transform wood into the furniture pieces he needs in the same way the scripture says that god had blessed us with all things now actually looking at Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3, we can all quote that by heart. We are blessed with every spiritual blessings. But we want to conclude that all that he gave to us, we are only spiritual blessings. And you know, by the revelation of the Holy Ghost, Paul did not just speak about the spiritual blessings we do not know about. Those spiritual blessings he explained in that same chapter. And never you forget what he called the spiritual blessings, he also called our inheritance. What it calls the spiritual blessings, he also called the grace of God. What it calls spiritual blessings, also called the kindness of God. So, the spiritual blessings is the grace of God, is our inheritance, and they include salvation, redemption, adoption, freedom from uh, from sin, the power of the Holy Ghost, and all of those. But if you now think that those were the things we enjoyed, and those cannot translate into material things, we would have missed it. But when you read on downwards i think towards verse 8 c7 8 and 9 apostle speaking about these spiritual blessings which he called grace said he has also abounded toward us in that he has given us wisdom and phronesis by this grace so the grace does not just only bring spiritual blessings my sins were not just only forgiven but my debt remains but the means by which sins are forgiven is not the means by which God cancelled it 
the means by which God um God empower me with the Holy Ghost. It's not the same means by which He makes me to to do a business that brings me millions. So we have got to ask: How do I translate um, the riches of Christ in me to have material or to have His material equivalence? That should be our focus. And the Lord, we are pursuing Jesus' name. So this time around, we are focusing on finances, and how we can break through financially really breaks financially we have all it takes one we have got to give our attention a burning desire a burning desire you know napoleon hill in his book the love sources was saying that when people are taught the love sources they feel that they are teaching them a motivation on how to explore their soul not knowing that these things they are teaching are supplements to the abundance God has given to them so that they can be they can be able to see the abundance around them. So the first thing is one definiteness of purpose. What you want from life. Now we want abundance. Two is we know how do we get this abundance? What do we need to do? Three, where is the abundance? And four, what is our responsibility? It's more than that. There are principles. So until we critically think about it and we do something about it, nothing will be done. And yet the problem is not God, the problem is us. So for this time, until we 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 gear up into something that we know we have not handled before, or we have ever handled, we will not stop looking at what guarantees financial rewards at the at the lower level you know first you have to earn to you get trains three learn to save four create other sources of income five invest your money then six have returns on your money but you know where we go stuck is on the second lane one we don't save enough many people don't save enough and why don't you save enough because we don't have game for employment we don't earn enough but that is not an excuse now one of the financial analysis that regardless of what you earn save something no matter how small it is so i think the first discipline we have got to cultivate is the discipline of savings no matter how small it is look at those times when we moved from where we were to this place that we we're raising money. That's why the fact that we we're raising money and there was no money at home, I was saving. As we moved and there was no money, we spent all the money on rent and we should have gone through those days without food. From the little savings, I was saving 3,000, 2,000, all of those. We were able to survive before the next pay. So sometimes the reason why we go for loans and all of that is because we don't have reserve. When you have a reserve, the times when you, when you exhaust your normal pay, okay, then you will now discover that when you need a loan and you are looking for someone to loan, you have money to loan yourself. But another discipline is that I have loaned myself from my savings, which I did not pay back, which has been a leakage. That's number one. One advantage of savings is that it's an indirect way of increasing your own salary. For instance, if your salary is 100000 and you save 5%, I mean, yeah, 10% rather. Okay, let's say you say 5%, which is 5,000 naira. 
and you have said 5,000 naira over six months. That is how much? 30,000 naira. So automatically, your salary is no longer 100,000 naira. You are having 130,000 adding your savings so even that month when you receive that hundred thousand error you now added another five thousand error your salary is no longer hundred state five so every month you are increasing your earning so it's a way of paying yourself i like the way financial analysts call it they call it pay yourself so we have got to be disciplined on on, on savings we cannot talk about investing we cannot talk about managing money and multiplying money except we talk about making money and putting ourselves from what we make. Hallelujah. The second way to financial abundance is get out of debt. There is no financial book you will read that you will not come across that get out of debt. You know, a person that is gasping for life we first have to be under oxygen before his health is attended to. You know, it is in medicine that when you have temperature, that, that there are different sicknesses that you will have that doctors cannot attend to you first until they attack that is you want. When you have temperature, to when you are you you are you are gasping for life, and three is when you are in intense pains. When those three things are wrong with you, doctors cannot mediate any drugs. They will, I mean, they cannot treat you rather. They will just only recommend drugs and watch that, 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 that trend goes, goes down. Because until that temperature comes down, that pain comes down, that uh, whatever comes down, then they can now begin to operate on you. Else they will, you know, they will complicate. In somebody's on temperature, and the next they just took their whatever, whatever, begin to operate that person with that. Or somebody's in intense pains, and before you know it, they want to open the place. They cannot do anything when those three things. In the same way, you cannot think of creating abundance except first to get out of out of debt. So the first thing, get out of debt. Second step, begins to save. Three, begins to look out for how to make your money work for you or how to create a business make your money now if people know that their money can work for them and that they can you know they can they can they can invest in little things that can give them money then they are they will do all it takes to be growth then as time goes by you know i've been looking for passive passive income and you know i was doing my research and just suddenly, I began to find out that there are a thousand apps. In fact, you don't need to even start a business to earn money. You can buy stock. It's a way of raising passive income. And stock now is not like the way my daddy did it. That you have to call a broker. A broker has to buy for you. Get your CS certificate and you carry the certificate at home. You saw those certificates of my daddy. You don't know how to translate them to the actual equivalent. But today, there are thousands of platforms that afford you opportunity to buy stocks both online i mean online rather both nigerian stocks and then um stocks overseas and they are genuine platforms genuine platforms now so then you know that's why i said i have to begin to check my appetite because anyone that wants to be great that wants to create wealth wants to check his appetite then when i begin to study stock market and prices of stocks i begin to see that you can buy a stock 
his talk is as cheap as as 200 naira but how many of us have spent 200 naira on granuts on junks on soft drinks on juice on all on, on ice creams and all of those if you drink five ice cream every every week that is a five unit of dangote sugars unit and maybe quarterly or annually dangote pays you a dividend even if the dividend is two naira leave two naira for the next 10 years aside your capital and if that stock will not crash or fall the Lord will us in Jesus name mm-hmm. so you don't work hard to be rich you work smart we work smart we work smart the Lord will us in Jesus name and then the idea of tight I have said this over the years and I'm saying it the God instituted the And also for us today. So at least financial analysts recommend that a man should pay himself 10% of his earnings. Maybe the next time we study, I will mention how to break our money to percentage. The Lord will post in Jesus' name. These are the things we have practiced when we were younger before we married. Uh, but because of responsibility and rising expenses we no longer do some of those things but this is the pathway of wealth and if we must create wealth really these are the things we have got to do and then it is not in knowing them it is in doing them even jesus christ said if you do these things happy are you and you know i was saying to myself a few days ago that this generation seems to be plagued with knowledge and talks we talk so much, we do nothing. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. And lastly, I want to say that another thing we are supposed to check as we progress from this phase to another phase is procrastination, indecision, and you know, excuses. Basically, my emphasis, my emphasis is on procrastination. Let's know what we what we ought to do, then let's do them. And maybe the next time I'm going to speak on how we can plan our life such that we know what we ought to do on a daily basis. On a daily basis, aside our office commitment, that we can do something where our personal life fulfillment is concerned. And we know that although today my boss took my 10 hours, but where my own life's purpose is concerned, this is what I did. And I think it's a leap tone for me to count in my destiny. This is the wisdom of living. This is how men became significant. This is how men uh, rose from nothing to something. If I, when I was reading from Napoleon, he, one of the inspiration I got is that I have got to take a study of men who rose. And even the scriptures, look at Daniel. Well, I don't want to go into any historical um, explanations or examination this month so that they can do some other things so um i think that's a tax for me i'm trusting god to start um a channel um maybe video a preferable video now i'm sharing success stories and then sharing um tips and hints to living a life of significance and a life of meaning and the grace and the power of god we oppose in practice in the name of jesus so this one we are going to ask god for discipline 
and that by his own hand he will cancel all our debts. All our debts, he will cancel them. He will open for us channels and then extra incomes that will make it so much easy for us to get out of debt. Can we pray in the name of Jesus Christ? Can we pray in the name of Jesus Christ? That he will give us the discipline that we will make up our mind that there is no debt again and we will stay by that discipline. In the name of Jesus.